Broadcasting from New York. It's the Men on Pause Podcast. The Men with Elmo D. 16th letter. D. Yes, and welcome to another unofficial Men on Pause podcast. We are not licensed or insured. We are your hosts. It is me, Jerry D-I-A-Z, a.k.a. El Modifoca. And I am the 16th letter. P. And welcome to episode number 164. One hundred and sixty-four episodes. I don't know who asked for this many episodes, but guess what? They're here. Yo, one, six, four, let's do it. How you feeling, P? You know how we start our shows every week. Welcome. P, how you feeling? You know I go up and down. I'm on a high, I'm on a low. You catch me in a good wave right now. I'm mellow, I'm mellow. You mellow? I'm so like is mellow. That a high low? Is that a high low or a low low? It's yeah. It's just like, yeah, I'm here, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Yeah. I just can I I'm not even I'm not even in a bad mood, but I do have a little poem to pick real quick. Uh-oh. And it's not even on some ferocious shit. I just Uh-oh. I don't like deception. Tie your hair back. Let me put it back because watch your nails. About to get serious. Let me take off my earrings. Bang bang. Get your lead out. I'm greasing. So first of all, welcome folks. And not to like jump throat on y'all. Pause. But I, there's nothing more that I hate like than like li- like deception and like I don't know people like making other people sometimes like the lie isn't like a straightforward lie it's like a subtle lie like it's like a side Instagram lie. okay right like Instagram but like okay like say with the writer strike thing right we got Ooh. the writer strike going but. I just, there's people posting about the writer's strike that like, okay, they barely written their number, their name on a piece of paper. Okay. That's the best. Uh... <laughs> and they're so, they're like, they're not saying they're part of the writer's guild, but they insinuated in a different way. Like it's, it's different from people posting like, yo, I support this strike and they post about it. Right. And they say, Hey, look, this is what's going on. And I support the writer's strike. That's fine. It's not a problem, especially like actors. Like they're like, hey, you know, we're with the because you know that without fucking writers, there's nothing. To, there's no material, right? Right. They're probably the most important part of the whole process. They create the material. So I believe actors would be supportive of the of the writers, and they would post about it at least one time or whatever. They should. I mean, it's... And they're part of SAG or whatever. But I'm part of SAG. You know, for that. you to post and insinuate that you are a writer and you're not. Get the fuck out of here! And you know, it's not even about that. I'm just saying, like, that's just an example of, like, you're making people believe. And I don't give a fuck. I don't really care about all of that. But I just don't like. It's just skeevy to me. 
And I, I'm, it's my show, and I get to talk about what I want to talk about. So in this segment, uh, these are the wire deals that are you just cloying away. Like I don't know. I'm, no, I'm I just don't like. I, I don't like people claiming things when they've never done things. I don't like people claiming things and disrespecting those that have actually done it. And like what you're saying about like claiming shit. That's like I don't know. Is that kind of like to the effect of yo, we have an extra ticket. Let's call this person. Like after you were part of the original plans, and then all of a sudden, oh shit, it was a four pack. We didn't know that, right? You know what I'm saying? So let's just call that person, and they'll think they were invited, even though they weren't in the original plan. Correct. But now you can fill in the best because now it's a quad. You can't do it on a three person thing. You know what I mean? Like if it's a roller coaster ride, you want a partner next to you. So or what? Or worse, right? Or worse. You keep creating these things, right? And they always fall a little bit short, right? So you call in an expert, a Mariano Rivera, a fucking closer, right? And that person finds the way. Boy. You didn't have to say Mariano Rivera. You could have said your boy. I'm just saying closer. I, I, Edwin I, Diaz. Diaz. But, I, I'm, but I'm going to go. But you know what? I'm going to go with a legend. Oh, boy. And I'm going to go with the people that who they know. And what I mean is by by Mariano, I mean is a closer, a guy that comes in and he's going to fucking bring it home for you, right? And you always have this closer when you could have just invited Mariano to the room in the beginning, from the beginning. To work out a game plan. From the beginning. And now you won't need a closer. It'll be, guess what? He might start an inning or start a game for you. And maybe it's only one or two innings they could pitch, but they'll put you on the top before you even need a closer. How about that? Close the game in the first inning. That'd be cool. But Let's again, see. but again, this is the problem. This is also the problem with our people, our nuestra gente, the Latino community. They're launching all these great things and these great ideas. But at the end of the day, they fall short because they're not inviting the right people into the right rooms. And and uh, fuck inviting the right rooms, inviting different people into the into those rooms because they keep hiring the same people, the same four or five principal actors or Latino representatives. You understand? And it's always the same people that you see repetitive and nothing has progressed with the, with our community because there is the black community is is more unified and they they they're not a monolith either right because you have caribbean african yeah. african american you know all but they have one thing in common they all have black skin they are a race as latinos we are not a race we are a culture we're a culture an ethnicity a culture same shit but we're not a race because there's white Latinos and there's black Latinos and there's Chino Latinos. There's Asian Latinos. There's, um, you know, there's all there's They come in all we come in all different shapes and, and colors, everything, whatever you want to say. Just it's like saying an American. Right. Right. Americans come. American is is diverse. There's Indian American, there's Asian American, there's African American, there's Latino. So the same thing with the Latino culture. There's different. There's Latinos from the South. There's Latinos in South America. There's Latinos from the West Coast. Latinos. So it's impossible for you to write something for Latinos and it'd be a we're weaving less of a monolith than anything else. So when you're writing things and catering to the Latino audience and you're not including the black experience or the East Coast experience or the Caribbean experience. Like us as Latinos, People we'll watch. People tune out. You, know, you tune out to you it. You tune it out. Bro, you know as a Latino, you turn something on and it has some like West Coast Latino stuff and you know it's more Mexican based and you'll watch it and support some stuff. But at the end of the day, you don't relate to a lot of it. 
Yeah. You know, because then the East Coast experience is different. And then also, if you're watching Latin te- television, like... I, I went to private school. I couldn't dress like that in school. Give me give me five minutes with a novella, and I'll tell you whether it's a Mexican novella, Venezuelan novella, Brazil. Like, I could, you could tell there's a difference. <laughs> it's Mexican, Venezuelan. There's only three of them. I mean, but at the end, but that they're still different. You know what I mean? Yeah. And one is because Caribbean people tend to watch the Venezuelan novelas. Vale, vale. Chico, right? And then you got, and then you got the Mexicans watch. You know, South Americans they watch more of the Mexican novelas, and the Mexican movie stars are big, like in South America and all yeah. that kind of shit. You know, that's different. But into bad bunny. So, so they keep hiring the same people, and usually white Tinos. You saw what I did there? I didn't like it because you look at me directly. It's like you're pointing at me. Only in the winter. Only in the winter. Thanks. Because I'm a red Tino in the summer. <laughs> what does that mean only in the winter? That's kind of racist. That sounds like the Washington red Tinos. <laughs> Commanders. <laughs> Commanders. But yeah, so, you know, you hiring the same white Tino writers, you're hiring the same white Tino actors, you're you're bringing in the, and you're not bringing in the, the other experience. I, like, if I were to start an SNL or a dream team of writers or something and try to encapsulate all of it, I would have, I would try to include a writer from every region of the Latino experience or try to. And don't throw in Spain because that's, they're not Latinos, they're European. They just speak Spanish. Spanish. And that's where the language came from. They speak Castellano. They don't speak Spanish. They speak no, they don't Spanish, they don't Castellano. Exactly. So I, I just think, you know, as long as we continue to do those same mistakes, you're going to get the same results. Nobody's going to be successful and nobody's opening doors open for anybody because the ones that do, they close it behind them, a.k.a. George Lopez. But you know what? Basically I, know that the shark's everywhere. I think it's the perfect time to segue. Very roughly, not even smoothly, <laughs> super roughly into something that we've been excited about because we've been talking about it for a couple of episodes. But we haven't done one of these segments in a long, long time. Oh, yeah. I don't think we did one in season three. Get the mics out, the instruments. Oh, my man, we haven't done this since season two. Maybe, yeah. Maybe? Season two? Maybe? Because definitely not season three. Anyway, get ready for... Rewind time. Rewind time. Rewind time. Rewind time. Rewind. Rewind time. Oh. All right. And uh, our rewind time this week, like we've had in so many weeks. <laughs> right. Right. Our rewind time. Let's go back to school trips those are painful for me i mean let's set up let's set up the general idea first of all sometimes first of all if you wore a school uniform for school you were stuck with the uniform or god forbid they put you in one of those colored t-shirts that shit didn't come till later on nope. they used to make us wear that fucking like that plastic tag shit that we used to wear for tag in uh, in, in gym the- the 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 onesies the not the onesies no the, like the the safety vest. the pennies the pennies yeah yeah the pennies they call them the pennies yeah, yeah the cigar shits yes. pennies yes and that day you knew there was no you know there was no class homework was 
probably not going to get checked. And everything was... No little, reason to really bring a book bag except for lunch. Except for lunch. Everything felt a little different because, you know, it was waiting for the buses to pull up. The teachers you were know, dressed down. The teachers were dressed never down. Never sunglasses on. And some right. of the teachers were sometimes. They were rocking depending, jeans. Depending on your school. There were some hot teachers in some schools. Yeah. Not, not mine. Not mine not either. Mine. But they were rocking yeah. jeans. Word up. And you saw them interacting with the other teachers, how they were outside Word of the school. And then you get on this bus. They assign you a partner in your bus. I don't remember to tell you the truth because I didn't go on too many in my Catholic, in my Catholic uh, school. We had very few. I think I just remember going to like a museum once and we knew better. We were in uniform, so we didn't come out of line and whatever that was called, the Catholic Catholic. Uh, elementary school upbringing people which they don't exist anymore by the way that's right no i went i grew up catholic school too every end of the year, that's what i'm saying and they don't no longer exist that's no. a crime in itself yeah that's a crime in itself but we got more i'm like i was gonna say smoke shots but i don't mind them mm-hmm. but uh we got a lot it of more, sound like a complaint when it's not right but we got a lot more other bullshit like stupid benches being put up in like weird places and coloring the street a certain way because the buses don't know where to go you got to color code the streets are we dumb and we found some people are colorblind. They won't see green or whatever. All right, you lose the track. You lose the track. Sorry. Just mad right now. I got mad. I know. We getting ready, like I said, if sometimes they will make you dress up. But we, our school trip was always at the end of the year, and it was always to, like, either, like, Great Adventure wow. or, or, like, um, I don't know, the public library. You call that a trip? That's a punishment. Yeah, the big one. Like they, it was just like them trying to find the one day to fill. Gotcha. But I just remember, like, yeah, they put you on the bus. You sit on the bus. You're sitting next to, like, you. You get to like, there's no, there's no work. That you get to chill. Yeah. And you're like snickering with your friends. You're making jokes. There's always a kid that's always out of control more than the other ones, and he's putting on a show. Usually me. All right, I got a sad tone to that. All right, the whole permission slip and all that other bullshit. Okay, that's another yeah. whole thing. Oh, let's start. Let's start there. Let's start from the very beginning. Yeah, getting the permission. And sometimes you remember they they would ask you for like a dollar fifty for the train or something. Yeah, like you always what? had to, and it was like asking you like I want to go on this field trip, and he's like after and mind you, you go to Catholic school, right? So they're paying. Right. Right. Oh, I pay school. I pay the tuition, and now they want me to pay for you to go on the train too. Yeah. That was the other fucking hangout. And then I experienced when I went, I went to public school for like a year. I started Catholic school in second grade. So I remember in public school, there were a lot more trips, like going to the aquarium and stuff. But I remember I was like a poor kid because I, I my parents didn't know when that permission slip shit was another thing because I lived with my mom. Ah, they would wait till the last day, nigga. Like you would bring it in literally yeah. while you're getting on the bus. Right. Or my mom would have to come drop me off that day with the slip because my mom because worked Because you forgot night. to tell her? Right. You forgot to tell her or she forgot to sign it? It was one of the right. two. Right. One of the two. And then they'd be like, well, what about your father? And then I'd be like, uh-huh. I don't live with my father. So check that out. But see, like way before my time with all these fucking novelas we talk about and all these Netflix series, I was raised in a weird house. So, you know, and then if I got my stepfather to find it, that was a different name. So go fuck oh yourselves. Right, right. But anyway, I just remember in the morning, I always used to ask myself, like, there were some parents that would come along. Don't y'all have jobs? Like, I always think that, like, well, my parents were working. Like, how come these You're parents... you because your parents never came. Right. But I was just jealous. But all these parents that come, too, are the weird ones with, like, the Birkenstock sandals and the vests, like the fishing vests. You know what I'm saying? With ponytails looking like half, like, Garcia, like, hey, 
hippies, Grateful Dead fans, you know. My mom, my mom was, when I was, you know, my mom was cute. Mm-hmm. So she came one time and that was it. I was like, no, you can't come. Your teacher was hitting on your mom? No, the the my the classmates. <laughs> Remember I was bullied? All right. Well, my whole poor story is I didn't know your parents were supposed to pack lunch for you and shit like oh, that. Oh, no. Yeah, so I didn't know. I was like on the poor kid line because remember they used to give you a brown paper bag? Sometimes it was like either peanut butter jelly or it like cheese so sandwiches. It was because it, it wasn't even the Ziploc bags yet. It was no. like the sandwich bags. Yeah, yeah. Go the to brown your super, no, and No, but just the plastic sandwich bag first. The yeah. little plastic wrap. It's like... It wasn't even saran wrap. It was like a weak little plastic that had like little pockets for you to put like each side of the sandwich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! And then you would—they would put that shit like in milk bag. Yeah. Like how you gonna drink milk at two in the afternoon after you've been in the sun all day? Sitting like, milk. Like what the fuck? That's why kids would get they sick would of have a shake. <laughs> a protein <laughs> gulp. Warm. What the fuck? If I came right from the tip of the goat, like, what the fuck? Like, it was cheese by the time. Yeah, yeah. They wanted you to have goat cheese. Oh, wait. Nah, I felt so know. poor, though, because it was also a thing where those parents would come, and then when it was lunchtime at the zoo or whatever, there was, like, the picnic area, so me and all the poor kids would go to the picnic area, and, like, the Jewish kids and the Asian kids with their parents, they would go to, like, the concession stands, and they'd buy their kids, like, the, the foam shit and, like, the stuffed animals, and they would get, like, the French fries yeah. and, like, a hot dog from oh, the place. As a snack, yes. <laughs> Right, and you're eating that peanut butter jelly sandwich and shit, getting in trouble. That dry. Friends mm-hmm. brought a fucking knife to the aquarium for no reason in public so school. my parents like first didn't... Wait, what happened? Say that again? That shit turned into some shit. Like, I just remember being so poor that a kid named Messiah in my second... In my first grade class brought nunchucks, the real nice ones, too, to the aquarium for no reason. and To the zoo, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And somebody ratted him out because they saw it in the bathroom. Wow. So that turned into, like, 21 Jump Street and shit. Well, all of a sudden, we have, like, a first grader getting a Rested in the zoo for no reason. And wait, the killer after all that bullshit is that what would you leave the park and you're already tired, you're hot, there's no water. The only people that got water are the kids that came with the parents with no jobs. So they are with them and they got like, you know, extra water and frozen okay, so shit. I'm going to piss you off a little bit because, okay, my parents didn't come to that thing. Like, you know, they didn't take me. Neither did mine. But those days that I had field trips, those days I didn't get the home prepared lunch because usually I ate like the school lunch. Okay. So those days... I would get a sandwich from the deli, oh, like nice. a big ass hero, like or blimpies or something like that. That you time. shouldn't be eating. And it's really big, right? And smelling like onions, yeah. amazing. Nice. And I'd always be seeing the 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 ones that are like, were you like you? They didn't have no lunch. Yeah. And they were eating that joint. They would be looking at me like to see if I would split my sandwich, but I wouldn't. Nah. nah. Fuck that. I was wow. fat. I was like, you know, oh, I yeah. needed it for. For my um, fat deposits, so I just remember, like I just remember, like those sandwiches because those I was like, oof, so bad. I feel so bad for the person that had to eat those, and little did I know that was you too. Sorry. No, and then also as I see them, you know, getting fresh frozen water out of their coolers that they would bring and shit, and even like sunscreen for them, like for their kids. <laughs> 
I never got sunscreen. You know me in the sun. I never had any of that. And then you know what the worst part was of all that shit right before you get into the bus? What? That Mr. Softy would pull up and you would see all those kids get their ice cream with their parents or some of the kids had money. And then what would they do? They'd give us the melted school ice cream that was sitting in the bus. They would give you melted ice cream sandwich. Yeah. Yeah, if a sandwich, they used to give us the cups with the little wooden spoon, like for no reason. We didn't need a spoon. You just drink that shit. It was like warm milk. It was like warm shake. It was not needed to give us. It was that swirl, that fake swirl ice cream. Yes, like chocolate with, and like, chocolate, yeah, with chocolate yes. or strawberry in the middle. Yeah. You got strawberry? What the no, fuck? No, but it wasn't real that strawberry. Exists. That shit wasn't it real. It doesn't matter, son. I never even knew that existed. God, you were privileged. Wow, you had it all in life. Wow. <laughs> I had it all because I had, because I saw saw that i didn't say that i ate it i said i saw it at least you got your eyes got to see such yeah. beauty like shit no nah, i never had a problem with food that i have to say perfect always provided the food i was a big boy no it wasn't even that it was just my parents weren't like since they were work work people they weren't even like they pack your lunch shit here's enough. like 10 bucks go buy your shit i'm looking at them like I where do I go buy this now? Like where am I gonna go? Like but I don't not, know. So, and it was I, first grade. I'm sorry, it was kidding. No, but then, damn, this thing. Yeah. After that, I learned. Then I just knew how to hustle my shit through. Like I'd buy a bag of chips in the morning when I knew I was going on my thing or whatever. I kind of had it down after that experience. Okay. Wow. We wine time indeed. But then you get on the bus. Yeah. And then, then what happens on the bus? Like you know. Sometimes there's a pressure, like during the time at the museum or some shit. Shit was getting set up for on the, you know, on the bus back. I heard, you know, oh boy. I heard Alicia wants to sit next to you. Oh, Alicia, yeah. And Alicia looks at you. She's like, "Hey, <laughs> and you were fine with it. It's just that everybody else is gonna rag you out. That's why it was, it was a thing because I wanted to get in the. I wanted to get in some minutes. You know, I wanted to get some. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. Um, that was always my idea. Like I was like, "Yo, I'll, I'll get in some minutes," you know. Hell yeah! And um, that way I'll get my, you know. So when I have to come and play, when I have to play ball, and then time you always comes, need batting practice. Sure. Listen, you can't hit major league like it, you build it up. You know, it's practice. Yeah. You, know, you got to take some practice runs too, if you can. Yeah. And yeah, so and yeah, I remember that. And then um. But a lot of like I was pressured to do it, but in a mocking way by the guys. Mm. You know that you know that way? Like there's the whole time. Oh just... yeah. And they were like forced me and then I was like, all right, you know, like they literally like physically put me there. And um I just remember like it was too weird to make out when people are like, Go ahead or whatever. Wait, you know we were I mean? talking about is it, we're talking about with a girl, you say, right? It was with this yeah, girl. Yeah, 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 okay. Girl. I thought we were getting somewhere else. I thought that was like that thing we told about we talked about. No, not this time. That was the other time. I mean, she's actually she's not bad looking now. Back then, it was. It's just the pressure that peer pressure thing. Kids are retarded at that. He was still. Let's just say. Let's just let's just say she was still in her caterpillar face. (laughs) He was not cocooning yet. (laughs) The cocoon had yet to arrive. (laughs) But uh, at a certain age, you know, you ready? You know, you like yo, fuck it. I was like, let's go. But she was like, like at least a foot taller than me. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to be sitting down. Um, 
I mean, you know what? I still like me an Amazonian woman every once in a while. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They all kind of are. You're not very tall, so it's like they all kind so of So all are. of them are. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he got, yo, one of them puts Heels on Heels are heels. killer. Yeah. I'm yeah. looking at Lisa Leslie. Yeah. I'm done. But I love that shit. I walk in with a chick like that. Like, yep, I climbed that tree. Lying. No, I mean, if I'm walking in with her and that's my girl, you know. Lying. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you just won't believe me. You'll only believe me if I say if it, it's with a guy. But if I say what is with a woman, you say I always... I'm it's like, suspect. It's real suspect to me with the stories and the shit you tell me these days. I don't know. All right. So, yeah, that was Rewind Time School Trips. I hope we, you took the memory lane. You can smell the uh, back of the bus fumes. You can... Uh, the erasers and... Uh, hot cheese sandwiches. The hot cheese sandwiches, the juices, the scratch and sniff stickers, um, the glue sticks. We hope you took your back and uh, we hope you enjoyed this Rewind Time. So there you have it, a rewind time, P. Long overdue. Long overdue. Why, what, what happened? That segment just got lost somewhere? I mean, what happened with that? I think I just I got a shame. So many more to my, come. Of showing my pipes. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why you sound like an angel, but that's Thank the inner there. Thank you. But yeah, there's more of those to come. I mean, there's... Plenty of I mean, that was fun. And we hadn't done it, it in a while. And I, I mean, yeah. the thing is, you know what it is? Our conversations are so organic and we get into it that we've probably done a bunch of rewind times in conversation without knowing Correct. it probably could have Correct. been rewind time segments. Correct. Because this whole show is like, has become an amalgamation of all of our segments into one. It's informative. It's creative. It's nostalgic. It's like Thanos. It's like Thanos with the five gems or... Rocks, crystals, like that. Concrete. Like the variants of Kang. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kang variant. It's like Rihanna and like Rocky. Bang. Anything you want to say before we get out of here, P? Not really. Uh, tune in next time. I mean, just, I don't really have nothing to say. I just want to say, tune in next time. It's been a blast doing this show. And I'm just, you know what? I'm excited to get to more shit. That's why I said not really. Just okay. save it for the next time. I like that. And we love y'all. That's it. Thank you so much. Big shout out. I'm sorry. You know what? Yeah. Big shout out to Brother Len. Nice. I haven't mentioned him because in such a long time, I know Brother Len is such a big supporter, but I just want to say that. And uh, yes, sir. that's it. That's it. Yes, sir. That goes without saying. Facts. Uh, shout out to our listeners. Thank you. You know what to do. Subscribe, follow, send P nudes. Please. Lots. Loads. Be- tons. <laughs> <laughs> He's like in sepia tone. <laughs> <laughs> But no, seriously, uh, thank you, everybody, for taking the time. And, uh, you know. Be careful, because sometimes snakes slither. And not only do you catch them upstate, but they come down to the city. Wow. Shots fired. Shots fired. In the country. Wow. I don't know. That's what I said. Be careful. Wow. Every every episode, though, is like it'll, every every parable ends in be careful, though. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> you have to be careful. <laughs> Be assertive. Attack like a tiger, but be careful, though. Yeah. He can't. He may hit back. (laughs) Folks, you know what to do. Thank you for listening. And this has been another unofficial Men on Pause podcast. We are not licensed or insured. We have humbly been your host. It is me, Jerry D-I-A-Z, a.k.a. N. Molifoca. 
and I am the 16th letter. Peace. To quote a young Robin Bird who once said, listen, you ever find yourself alone in this world? Remember, you always have us. Biker boys ride or die. Burn rubber, not your soul. Because see here, we show no mercy. We strike first. We strike hard. Until next time. Bye. Gun. <laughs> Dia. Dia. <laughs> 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 Cheesy.